right, so good morning, guys. We are back uh, with our actual third episode here at the Hope Nevada podcast. Uh, my name is Jason, and I'm here with Whitney, and we have a special guest who we'll introduce in just a few moments this morning. Um, but we want to welcome you back. Uh, if you missed uh, our previous episodes, one of the things that we talk a lot about here at uh, Hope Nevada is this idea of really shining the light on places of hope uh, here in northern Nevada, in Washoe County especially. And so uh, our hope is to be able to bring in guests on a weekly basis and really just talk about not what's wrong in our community because we hear that all the time, but really what what are people doing to make things right uh, and to bring some hope and some justice and all of those kind of ideas that we all really kind of hope for, I think, uh, to bear. And so um, we'll be looking at that a little bit deeper with one of our partners today. And so um, I'm going to turn it over to Whitney and Whitney will introduce our, our special guest today. <laughs> sure. Well, we are here today with Luis Santoni. He is the executive director for the Reno Sparks Gospel Mission, and the Gospel Mission is dedicated to helping the homeless, hungry, the addicted, and abused in the northern Nevada area. Mm -hmm. If you read Luis's job description, he has a ton of titles. <laughs> it could be a lot of things that just get encompassed in executive director. I'll let him talk about that. Mm -hmm. He's also the recipient of a prestigious award called the 20 Under 40 here in our area, and this award demonstrates strong leadership skills and community involvement and the Northern Nevada community. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to turn it over to Luis and uh, let you introduce yourself. Uh -huh. Also, you mentioned before we started that this is your first interview yeah. as executive director. <laughs> yes, it so is. So I'd love if you would share how you landed in that role, how what that has kind of evolved your work with the Reno Sparks Gospel Mission. Sure. Um, I, I've been working for the Reno Sparks Gospel. First of all, thank you for having me. Oh, I was going to say that. Thank you, thank you, sure. Jason. Thank you, Whitney. Um, it evolved 13 years ago. Uh, I was working for a university and it just didn't work out. It didn't pan out. Nothing wrong there, but it, I felt led to do something else. And while I was giving my two-week notice, um, Rick Redding gave me a phone call on my voicemail saying, what would it take for me to take you out of that and work for him? And it didn't take much because I didn't have a job. So one thing, <laughs> one thing led to another. One thing led to another. And I'd been working with the Gospel Mission ever since. And I haven't looked back. And it's just been a, a joy and a pleasure to to be able to work for an organization that can be able to make a, king, uh, a difference for the kingdom of Christ. Um now, how I got the job as the executive director was that Rick uh, recently had passed away. Uh, he'd been sick for almost almost a year or so, and uh, it just had complications with his heart. And one thing led to another, and we lost Rick here earlier this year, uh, back in March. And uh, the board of directors uh, spoke to me. Uh, they asked me if I wanted to become the executive director, and I did not hesitate and said yes, and it was confirmed with the staff, and it's just been a blessing. It's been difficult. It's been challenging, but it's been a blessing because we've gone, we've gotten closer because of this, so um, nothing... Uh, Nothing can prepare you for being an executive director, um, but it's been fun. It's been challenging, um, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, thank you. And can you talk a little bit about what that role entails when you're executive directing? You're, <laughs> you're doing everything. You're you're the leader of the organization. You're the face of the organization. Uh, you're doing podcasts, which you enjoy. It's my <laughs> first one, as you mentioned, Whitney. Um, but uh, you're doing finances. You're working with partners. You're working with donors. Uh, you're working with staff. You're also working with our clients that are in our drug and alcohol recovery program, all within the same day. Um, there's a 
lot of um, highs, but then there's also some heartbreak as well, which I'll share for you too, if you'd like those stories uh, in our drug and rehab program. But uh, there's just so many things that happen. A minute uh, to me is like maybe six hours on a work day. I mean, it just goes so fast. Everything is very, very fast. And you've got to be able to keep up with it in order for you to be able to be effective um, in, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And Christ is the main the main component of that. That's for sure. And we're going to get in and, and maybe have you share some specific stories sure. about some successes um, mm-hmm. and maybe even some failures yes. that you guys see in the community. Yes. But um, give us a little bit of scope, maybe. Like, how many people do you guys serve on a daily basis sure. in all of... And you have so many programs yes. under the umbrella of yes. Reno Sparks Gospel, right? So... Um, so maybe just break that down a little bit for us. So how many people do you guys serve a day um, between sure. feeding? Uh, sure. You, you're, you're in inpatient addiction. Not a problem. So. Not, a, not a problem. Thank, that's a good question, Jason. Well, first of all, the Reno Sparks Gospel Mission has been open since 1963. Okay. Uh, so for just... Uh, just over 56 years, we've served over 10 million meals. Wow. In uh, that uh, 56 years, we provided over 2 million articles of clothing that we just given away. Yeah. Uh, we also provided uh, 1.5, 1.6 million people to be able to sleep at night, have a warm place to, sleep, to mm-hmm. stay. But also, the Reno Sparks Gospel Mission is a 12-month addiction recovery program, Christian addiction recovery program mm-hmm. that is free of cost. We receive no federal funding from this. So we there's no United Way funding, no government funding, any type of funding we don't receive. Uh, so you guys are all private donors. Exactly. We're private donors, We're such as your organization that believe sure. in our cause. Yeah. Uh, we People that believe in our cause help us make a difference throughout this community here. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love this community. This community is so awesome in, in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, but per day, we feed 1,300 meals a meal. A meal. Yeah, 1,300 meals a day, every wow. single day. Uh, we provide 150 nights of, uh, of 150 days, uh, excuse me, <laughs> 150 beds, warm beds to individuals that are in need every single day. We're the largest provider, faith-based provider here in the Northern Nevada area. Wow. Um, as I said before, we're a 13-month drug and alcohol recovery program as well, and, yeah. and we're doing this every single day. So on top of that, we're dealing with partners. We're doing with partner pickups that we pick up with uh, grocery stores. Uh, we also work with major Fortune 500 companies, small and mom pop shops. Uh, yeah. Anybody that's wanting to donate to us to make a difference, we want to partner with to make a difference here for the kingdom of Christ. Yeah, there are no weekends off for you guys. No. Right? Like- <laughs> no, there's no day off for me. There's no day off for any of us. We we do this because we're led to do this. Sure. Not because um, we want, I mean, we are led to do this. Uh, it is something that... It, it's in us. Um, we bleed this organization. We are this organization, and and we're proud of what we do here in the Northern Nevada community for sure. So that's kind of a whole scope mm-hmm. view yeah. of, of what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, could you do you have maybe a story of an individual yes. that um, that maybe has benefited from from what you guys do? Oh, we have a ton. I mean, sure. there's just. Gosh, there's so many, but I can tell you uh, one, actually two specifically. There was this lady that was a hard case um, in our program because we also work with the court systems here. Yep. We have a 12-month recovery program that's free, but we work with the court systems. And, and this particular lady was very difficult. Mm. This was her last stop before she came to prison, before she went to prison. Mm. She went through our program and, and through a couple of bumps uh, and bruises, uh, she wound up doing well. Uh, we also have a GED program here too okay. at the Reno Sparks Gospel Mission that's free and we work very closely with Northern Nevada Literacy to make this happen. Uh, we just celebrated our 93rd, 94th uh, GED graduate. Awesome. So this is all for free and we've yeah. been doing this for the last 10 plus years wow. and working with them. Uh, but this lady 
received her GED through our program, um, worked with us for a while, um, and from there became a nurse and went through TMCC, got her nursing degree, oh, and now is a nurse here uh, at one of the hospitals here in Northern Nevada and is doing well. That's awesome. Yeah. We have another gentleman that um, was a hard case as well, mm-hmm. and this gentleman was not easy to deal with through our program because they're suffering through an addiction. Mm-hmm. So when they're in our program, they're not always um, – it's not always – um, roses and, and, and candies. It's yeah. it's it's serious work here that we're doing here for for the Lord, and changing souls uh, to the best of our ability. This gentleman had some bumps and bruises through our program, but made it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was successful, and now he is a commercial driver here uh, for one of the companies here in town, and doing quite well as well. So mm-hmm. awesome. it's just wonderful. I mean, I can tell you so many stories, but those are the ones that really stuck out to me and the ones that I really love talking about. And it's such a difference at the individual level, yes. right? Because we yes. can talk about like, you know, 10 million meals yeah, and that that's yes. an impressive huge number. But what that really means is each one of those was a person who exactly. got something that they would not have had without what you guys are doing exactly. and, and, mm-hmm. and through your partners that's provided. And so this whole chain of like uh, hope and possibility mm-hmm. that happens on a daily basis, which is really, really incredible. And, Thank you. And, you know, that's part of our hope is that sometimes when you hear the scope of the need, mm-hmm. it's so overwhelming that you wonder, are we doing anything mm-hmm. right but when you start ministering to people or helping people, investing people on a face-to-face basis, yeah. right, you see the change in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And that um, it's so easy, to, I think, sometimes for to demonize yeah. groups yes. Yes. of people, mm-hmm. right? So we, we talk about the homeless or <laughs> right, right, those right. in addiction. Right, and right. those are descriptors, but they don't really humanize the actual people who are walking through those seasons. Right. right? right. And, um, and so I think, you know, that's one of the reasons we love to hear those individual stories. Oh, it's just, it's wonderful. We, we put a, a name with that face. It's yeah. just not, um, in a whole category. It's, this is this individual. We need this individual to, um, well, we don't need this, and we want this individual to be successful. How sure. can you be successful uh, with with Christ in this? And how can what we can what can we do to make this happen? Yep. Um, and and our staff is just incredible. I mean, yeah. working different jobs, doing different tasks, all to make sure that uh, we're doing God's work here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you. I know for me, when I first got familiar with the gospel mission, one of the things that I was so impressed by was when I did a tour of your facility and I met two staff members who Mm -hmm. shared their story Mm -hmm. that they had come through the recovery program. And all of a sudden it was that name with a face of seeing, wow, this isn't something someone walks through and then just gets a certificate. Yes. This, these are lives that have been changed changed. and you could just see it all over their face. And Mm -hmm. and then how much more do they care about what they're doing? Mm -hmm. Cause they, they, earned the authority to be able to testify to it when people are coming in. (laughs) They walked in their shoes. Yes. So they know what, um, most of our staff are actually graduates of our program. They've completed our program and, and Rick believed in that. And I believe in it as well. Uh, a majority of our staff are, are graduates. A majority of our staff are former alcoholics, former drug addicts. So they've walked in these shoes that are going these people that are going through our program, so they know, um, they they know what to expect. They know how to talk to the people that are in our program uh, to make a difference, to make a huge impact for the, for these individuals, for sure. As a matter of fact, you mentioned one of them, and and his name was Paul. Uh, he w- he was an executive sous chef um, in uh, in Northern California, 
at the Hyatt Casino, or at the Hyatt, excuse me, at the Hyatt, and one thing led to another. He got mixed up with um, with drugs, and and we're lucky to have him. <laughs> he's he's a great asset to our organization, and we love the fact that he's here with us and and making a difference yeah. for sure, and helping us feed, as I said before. We yeah. talk about four thirteen hundred meals a day every that's single crazy. day. Wow, last crazy. year alone, we fed over four hundred and fifty thousand meals. Just wow. last year alone, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, thank you. But again, it's not, it's not to gloat about what we do. Sure, it's just an extension of what we do, and we're happy that our partners can make a difference for the community to make this happen. Right. Yeah. So that's what we want to make sure that um, that I mention as well. That's awesome. mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. mm-hmm. Louise. I, I would love to ask, backing up a little bit. Sure. When you were talking about those that you exist for, that those you're existing to bring hope to, and mm-hmm. you mentioned whether that's former alcoholics or sure. the drug addicted, the yeah. homeless, mm-hmm. what are some misconceptions that you would address to our community? What are maybe some beliefs? What are maybe some that's things that when question. you hear people say, <laughs> yeah. you just cringe because you know a different side just of the story? Just hit the top two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of them is. Um, well, just give them a home. Just give a homeless person a home and a job, and 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 they'll be fine. Well, that's a misconception because what you're essentially doing is you're giving an opportunity. And not all homeless are this, but um, they're 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 homeless because of maybe a certain reason, and it's not their fault. And maybe they got addicted to an alcohol or substance or something like that. Or they have untreated like mental health, uh, you know, mental like, health yeah, issues. Sure. Exactly, all of these things. So. If you just give a, you give them a place to stay, you might have just given them an opportunity to be able to to have comfort in in using. You've got to treat the core of the problem. The core of that problem is the substance abuse itself. It's, sure. it's something that's wrong there. And if we can treat that, then from there we can be able to make a difference in that person's life right there. Yeah. Or another possible misconception is that the Reno Sparks Gospel Mission just feeds people. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Well, we we don't just feed people, as you mentioned before. And that's been I've been talking to you as well. Um, we're a recovery-based program that helps people here for free, and we can be able to house up to 100 people with no problems whatsoever in our organization to make a difference here. So um, the, that that's probably that the biggest one there. The, those two are the biggest ones. Well, I think it's so important for people to recognize that yeah. you know homelessness, addiction, yes, all exactly. of these things are so nuanced. Yes, right. Like it's not like this isolated thing that led people to those places no, right? right and you never know someone's story unless no, you, you ask exactly um and it's easy to make assumptions about people's story or think that there's this quick band-aid right um you know and, and i actually worked in uh addiction recovery for 10 years as a as a, as a counselor right mm-hmm. so um i think one of the things i love about what you guys do is you actually treat it at an individual level yes. right and it's a holistic approach to it that mm-hmm. um we don't want to just put band-aids no. on a gaping yeah. wound and and say we've done something. Right. Right? Because at the end of the day, all you you've you've really not addressed anything. You gotta to get to the core of that problem. For sure. So you gotta peel back the onion, if you will, get to the core, and then from there you can be able to get change. Exactly. And when you get that change, then from there there's a difference. Yeah. And then with that Christ, with with Christ in the in the middle of everything, it's just Awesome. It's yeah. just a beautiful thing. Well, I think your program, you know, Whitney talked about it, and you as well, the idea that so many of your employees now are people who've come through the program, right? And, and one of the things I love about the recovery community is this idea that they recognize probably better than the outside community yeah. sometimes <laughs> is this idea that what I've gotten, mm-hmm. I have to give away. Exactly. Right. In order to keep it, I have to give it to somebody else. Right. And I think that's part of our hope in the podcast really yeah. is like, 
for those of us who found hope, it's not just something for us to to hold on to, to hold on yeah, to exactly. like Schmeagle, you know, like oh, yeah, <laughs> my yes. precious right, like kind of thing, right? Like yeah. it's Lord it's of the Rings, just, yes, exactly. Yeah. There we go, right? Like so, Spiegel, yes, yeah. yeah. So it's this it's this mm-hmm. idea that I found help, I found hope. Mm-hmm. The only way I keep that is to continually like reinvest it in other people. Yeah. You're planting the seed, exactly. So you can could you continue to plant the seed like Jenny Apple seed, yeah. and somebody else be able to nurture it. Somebody else can be able to water it, and somebody else can be able to yeah. make a difference. And it's a great analogy. If a plant doesn't cast off seed, right. it dies and it doesn't recreate, exactly. right? And so I think even exactly. even nature tells us exactly we have this need to like <laughs> to constantly re- you know to to plant ourselves in other places through other people and right. um to to reinvest hope mm-hmm. if you will so to make that difference yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so we've heard a little bit about today uh, obviously the mm-hmm. of the scope of what you guys do Thank uh, you. the totality of the program mm-hmm. what that means and all those kind of things so our hope in this is not just that people hear your story mm-hmm. But it's that they recognize they can be part of the hope you guys bring. Oh, we'd love right. that. Yes. And so tell us, how can someone get involved? Um, what are some needs you guys might have in terms of involvement from people, whether mm-hmm. it's resource or just uh, volunteer time? Oh, sure. But how can someone reach out to the Reno Sparks Gospel Mission and really be part of bringing the hope that you guys bring on a daily basis? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, that it, that could be answered twofold. Uh, the first is actually volunteering, getting involved, helping serve a meal. Okay. Um, you can able, you can be able to help us serve these meals any day that you'd like, Monday through Sunday with no problems whatsoever. So seven days a week, we'd love to have you guys come out and make a difference mm-hmm. and volunteer. You could be able to talk to our volunteer coordinator, Mariah uh, Peasley, who uh, handles all of that. And her number is 775-323-0386, extension 16. Okay. But you could also get involved by uh, participating in our group uh, functions that we've got. For an example, we've got one coming up, which is called um, Random Acts of Kindness. But we also have street treats. Okay. And street treats, what that is, is that um, it, we take that concept somewhat as a Halloween concept. Okay. And that uh, with little kids, they knock on doors and they see trick or treat, which is wonderful. We give They give them candy and, and they're off and running. But sure. what we did is we wanted to do this for the adults. And we also have a little kid's playground as well so they can be able, not playground, but playland, mm-hmm. so they can have fun while the adults are going to each and every vehicle. So we partnered up with different organizations. As a matter of fact, um, your church uh, was uh, was a part of this. And it was, Whitney was a part of that as well. And she saw what we did. We helped, what, 400 people that day. And we provided hygiene. We provided, one car provided hygiene. One car provided food. Another car provided a pair of socks. Another uh, car provided um, mittens and gloves. But what you do is, the car gets decorated in your theme. Sure. So, for an example, my wife and I were, um, gosh, we've been uh, we've been Shaggy and Velma from uh, from nice. the Scooby Doo, <laughs> uh, the Scooby Doo uh, cartoon. Yeah. We have been. Uh, I was the big bad wolf in one of them, and she was uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Rob Riding Hood, I think it is. So, and my mother-in-law was Grandma, which was wonderful. <laughs> I mean, we all. It's a family fun <laughs> event. Yeah. And so they go to each vehicle. And each vehicle has its own theme. Each vehicle has something specific for that individual to make a difference. One vehicle provides toothpaste and toothbrushes. Another one will provide, and floss. I mean, it just goes on and on on the items that they can be provide. We provide um, a can opener so that they can be able to use these Mm -hmm. items because sometimes we forget that when we're at home, you wake up, you take a shower, Mm -hmm. okay? You turn on your water, you brush your hair, uh, you brush your teeth. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the homeless doesn't have that option. Sure. So what we do is we try to provide those comforts that, and those necessities that they need so that we can be able to make a difference that day. Yeah. And that's actually happening um, October 27th from 2 to 4. And if okay. you're interested, uh, we'd be more than happy to give you information about that. We just signed up a partner here an insurance company that wants to be a part of this as well. Nice. It's just a wonderful thing that we've That's got cool. going on. And we've got events all year round. And if you'd like to be a part of this, again, feel free to give Mariah Peasley, our volunteer coordinator, a phone call. She'd be more than happy to set you up. And again, her number is 775-323-0386, extension 16. She'd be more than happy to help you. Cool. All right. No, I'm talking with Mariah and she's a great volunteer coordinator. Like, yeah, <laughs> Thank you. She's, she Thank, is so she's easy to talk to. Yes. Gets back right away. Yes. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I also wondered, um, could you touch on what Random Acts of Kindness is, knowing that's an annual event? And yes. then from there, could you talk about the Walk-A-Mile? Sure. Love to. So the Random Acts of Kindness is something that we've done and I've done here for the last 13 years. And I've been, a prou- been proud, proud to do. What it is, is that we knock on people's doors and uh, we ask them if they'd like a turkey. We'd ask them if they'd like a bag of food. And they nine out of ten times they say yes. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that we knock on apartment complexes right next door to our warehouse, mm-hmm. which is located at 2115 Timber Way. If you'd like to donate items, things like that, we'd love to have that as well. But we'd knock on these random doors right across the street is Section 8 housing. So we will knock on their doors and we take care of them for that day and provide some sustenance for them. We also give them a Bible if they'd like as well. We'd ask them if they'd like a Bible and some of them take a Bible and we'd be more than happy to pray for them at that time. And it's just a random thing that we do. We also go to um, the senior citizens homes as well and provide them uh, with uh, snacks and treats and things of that nature, which is a wonderful thing as well. So we provide over 200 turkeys and 200 meals to the people that need just that day. And that's, again, the random acts of kindness, which is coming around. Uh, Mariah's going to kill me. I can't remember that date. I get, I'm glad you mentioned that, but I can't remember the date. Is it, it usually is it usually around um, Christmas, I think? It's, uh, it's around Christmas. Okay. It's during the weekday. Mariah okay. will be able to get you sure. going on that with no problems whatsoever. I remember that because last year, so one of your employees dressed as Santa. Yes, he does. And was giving toys out on the street, too, which was yes. so cool. We just did, uh, we just did an event which was called... Um, Christmas in July, yes. and uh, we just happened, it was uh, July 25th, and what we did is we had Santa roll in with Mrs. Claus and a Harley, and it was escorted by the police, and he was in back of the police vehicles, not in front of it, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> and what had happened is that he came in, and he was providing presents to, to the kids, and we fed over 850 people in about three hours wow. during that time, and provided gifts, and provided over 150 hygiene kits provided over 150 presents to kids I mean it, they were walking out with presents bigger than them and that's exactly what this is all about yeah. uh, but you mentioned something which was the walk which is the last Saturday in February and that's coming up right around the corner here. So February, last Saturday, February, which I believe is the 26th, if I'm not mistaken. And what we'll do there is uh, we do something. Uh, we've done this for the last 10 years. It'll be our 10th year anniversary, as a matter of fact. And we're going to try to make it as big as we possibly can. We have partners. We have um, people that just want to get involved. Last year, uh, we had over 600 people participate in this event. And it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger. And we started with 200. Uh, and what we do is we walk from Wingfield Park to the mission and back from the mission to Wingfield Park. And it signifies that um, rain, snow, or shine, we're going to do this. Um, we've done it during snowstorms. 
We've done it during 15 degree weather. We've done it with uh, weather as warm as uh, in the 50s. Um, but we're going to do it no matter what. And and it's to raise, raise awareness year round. And that's what we're trying to do. And that's what we do with the Christmas in July event as well. Yeah. It's not just during the holiday season, but it's year round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Louis, thanks so much for coming in today. Well, thank you. Um, it's a pleasure. Uh, what you guys do is absolutely incredible. You thank are you. certainly, man, like uh, Reno Sparks Association is such a bright light of hope in this community. Thank you so and, much. And our hope, again, uh, if you're listening today, is not just that you would be aware now of, of the scope of what Reno Sparks Gospel Mission is doing, but that you would consider the opportunity to step in and be part of that hope, right? Reach out to them, figure out a way, and you can't do everything. But you can do something. That's right. Right? And they are doing something every day. Um, and so, uh, you know, we encourage you. You guys have a website? Yes, we do. www.rsgm.org. Okay. Mm-hmm. So check out the website. Yes, we do. Uh, follow up. Uh, these guys would love to talk to you about yes. how you can be part of the hope that they bring on a daily basis. And so, Luis, thanks again for Thank being you. with us today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to talk to you, Jason. It was a pleasure to talk to you, Whitney, as well. And, Glad to have you. And we just, yeah. we just really appreciate what you guys do for us and helping us make a difference together uh, for Christ. Mm-hmm. Sure. Thank you.